I'm not gonna raise my voice. Yes! I'm really good at basketball for a puppet. What just happened? I drank your milkshake. What's up with those shorts? It's either super good or super bad. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. Virginia. This is Unreasonable Doubt. It's a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Episode 22, Texas Christian University. It's the return of that stupid court, and it's given West Virginia trouble for the last three seasons. But not this season, not in a pandemic. West Virginia, for about 36 minutes of this game, keeps the lead, gets it to double digits every once in a while, come back, and just like that, (laughs) for the sixth time in a row, on the road, West Virginia wins. 74-66. How did TCU... How did TCU... Almost shoot 50% and only score 66 points? Don't answer that. This this one's pretty simple. Uh, First half was Derek Culver. Derek Culver getting all the shots. Spin cycling that guy. Samuel's a good player. He did shoot an air ball on a free throw. But he's good at basketball. And I feel bad for him. And they pointed it out during the broadcast. He's competent. And the guys playing with him do not want to give him the ball. It reminds me of two years ago, or even sometimes last year, where the guys couldn't get the ball into the post. It's amazing in 2021 and this season that Shot Robot is feeding Derek Culver, Taz is feeding Derek Culver, Deuce is feeding Derek Culver. He's getting the ball now. Uh, But Samuel's good, and Culver made him look stupid in the first half. It was an amazing display. Culver with other guys, the guys on the perimeter outside of Taz, he made a few shots, but all the other guards kind of quiet, and Derek Culver just kept making shots, and so West Virginia takes a six-point lead in the halftime, balloons it fairly quickly early second half, and it was, the second half was Taz Sherman, second half Taz is back, 23 points, And just, it wasn't all threes. It's him driving, getting to the foul line, making his foul shots. And so that's the the one-two punch. And then at the end, you've got Deuce closing it, making important shots. And shout out to uh, Jalen Bridges. He didn't miss a shot. 
nine points, five rebounds. Him and Emmett Matthews, Emmett Matthews did not have it tonight. Jalen Bridges was moving without the ball. And they were finding Jalen Bridges, and he was getting shots close to the rim and making them. Five important rebounds. I mean, it's pretty amazing what this team has accomplished this season. They had a COVID pause. They're going to end up having a top 10, top 15 strength of schedule. And they're going to win currently... Well, they're they're out of road games. Two seasons ago, they won zero true road games. Last year, they won just like Youngstown State (laughs) and Iowa State. And this year, this season, beat Georgetown in six road wins in conference and that's 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 rarefied air that's they threw the stand up at the end West Virginia hasn't won six games on the road in a row since the Atlantic 10 days two conferences ago and so when you have <laughs> when you have only two road losses in conference Yes, it's a pandemic. Yes, it's, it might be easier to win on the road without crowds. But it is what it is. They've done it. And so 6-2 and two on the road, in most seasons, you're a conference champion candidate. And so, retroactively, the Oklahoma loss and the Texas loss at home a little more of a big deal because you just don't win regular season conference championships. West Virginia isn't in the business of that. And if you go 6-2, and two, you should be in the conversation. And yet, as of this recording, West Virginia is in second place. Uh, but first place is undefeated. And West Virginia has four losses, so that's tough sledding. But the Big 12 finally listened to this podcast. or They had no... <laughs> they listened to absolutely nothing that I've said and just ran out of time here. But finally came up with the schedule for the, the open week. And they said, hey, West Virginia, after this TCU game, go home. You're not playing Baylor in Waco. Go home. And those three home games that we haven't rescheduled, you're getting all of those in the last week. So, of all the scenarios I thought was going to happen for West Virginia, I I didn't put a high percentage on West Virginia getting all of those home games. But they're getting them all. So now the schedule, they get to go home at an earlier time than usual with the 7 p.m. game tonight. They'll play Saturday in Morgantown against Kansas State. Tuesday, Baylor comes to town. 
for their only matchup in the regular season. Thursday, the TCU rematch. And then they finish the season in the Coliseum two Saturdays from now against Oklahoma State. So West Virginia, you know, listen, that's that's four games in the in <laughs> that's four games in eight days. So that's not ideal. Again, pandemic. But I've got to give as much as I gave the Big Twelve a hard time the last episode. I have to commend them in all of the pauses that happen in this conference. Some teams multiple pauses. You're going to have eight of the ten teams either get all 18 games in with these schedule updates or only miss one conference game, 17 games. So 80% of the league is going to have all the games are just miss one. TCU is going to get the 16. So they're missing two. And then Baylor, they are going to lose three of their home games that they missed. They are going to make them all up. And they're going to leave four on the table. So they're going to get the 14 conference games. But they lose three home games. So... Nobody should be punished for being uh, infected by a pandemic virus. Um, but I thought the Big 12, they, I don't have anything negative to say about how they did the scheduling. And I don't know who really will. So... Tip of the hat to the Big 12. I feel like they got that right, and let's knock on wood that all the teams are able to finish these next two weeks out and remain virus-free for the NCAA tournament, those that, that are going to make it. And, you know, this TCU win is a big deal. It With the Baylor cancellation... You throw the trap game out of the window because you're not looking ahead to Baylor. It still could have been a letdown game. And the three-point shots were not going in from Shot Robot and from Deuce at the quantity they have been. But again, Culver in the first half, Taz in the second half. You win this one. You break the <laughs> you break the lizard skin court. Who's got the worst court? Like I would argue it's TCU. But Google the Oregon court. It's really bad. And Google the Memphis court. It's it's pretty bad too. The lane for the Memphis court, it it's supposed to be tiger stripes. It looks like it's Blue camo. But just an amazing win for an, an amazing season. And the schedule finishes with four straight games in the Coliseum. So no excuses for travel. Um, 
yes, lots of games, but not adding the back and forth in and out of the central time zone. Yeah. <laughs> they just keep winning. It's it's really something. Random thoughts coming up. Dyer Prime is the lead sponsor of Unreasonable Doubt. Don't really usually get into the stock market, but have you take have you took a look at embroidery stocks? I mean, they're just going through the roof. And I know what you're asking, like, hey Josh, how do I invest in embroidery? How can I cash in on this embroidery bull market? Call the folks at Dyer Prime. They're big on embroidery. They can help you with the design, embroider it on a mask, on a t-shirt, on a sweatshirt, on a hat. Get in. I think I think the sky's the limit for embroidery. And you can invest in embroidery by contacting Dyer Prime Creative Group. 304-767-4445. Find them on Facebook or Instagram at Dyer Prime. Random thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. As you can tell, it's it's hotel voice time. And it's, I've now been in a hotel in a pandemic a handful of times. And we've entered a new phase in hotel pandemic rules. And listen, we're all trying our best. I talked about this the last episode. The Big 12... They're they're putting their best effort to try to reschedule as many games as possible while being responsible and not have... <laughs> I mean, can you imagine if they came out with the schedule and they had Baylor play eight games in, in, <laughs> in two weeks, in a week and a half? That would have been insane. We're all, we're all trying our best. At the hotel I'm at currently, there when I checked in, there was some ground rules. And it, it took a while to give me the ground rules. And tell me if this makes sense at all, because I had a hard time following. Okay, so no coffee. Alright? Now, if it was the Sheets Hotel... I could have coffee, all right? And I'm not complaining. I'm just laying out the ground rules, and you tell me if it makes sense or not. So no coffee, no breakfast bar. I get the no breakfast bar. That makes sense. They'll box your continental breakfast to go. Fantastic. The business center is open. You ever went, you ever got on the the hotel desktop computer to handle business? I, I for one, have never done business at the Hotel Business Center, but it's open in a pandemic. So I don't know if they've got a keyboard protector that you can put on the keyboard, put on a put on gloves to to use the mouse. I don't know. But business center open, no coffee business center open 
Here's where I got really confused. Pull open. And exercise room open. I'm fine with those being true. Okay? Like... (laughs) I'm just stuck on the no coffee. No pandemic coffee. Hop in the pool. Hit the treadmill. Does that make sense? Am, Am I missing something about coffee here? It goes in a cup. At the hotel, you have like the, the thing, that takes the, the coffee out of the carafe. Or the big thing, the big jug, the big aluminum jug. I, I'm not, I'm not big on coffee lingo. I drink coffee. So I don't know how much touching is involved there. Okay, and then you put a lid on it, and that's it, right? Like I'm not I'm not gonna think about it too hard. What I will say is a blanket statement and I'm not a epidemiologist. If I can jump in the pool and if I can get on the treadmill, give me the coffee. Other random thought and um very serious news today. Tiger Woods was in a car accident. Really bad car accident. I believe he had to have surgery today. Broken bones in his legs. Lucky to be alive. And so, ESPN. In a hotel, it's ESPN. That's where I'm going. And ESPN constantly reminding you of Tiger Woods being in an accident. And that is news. That is news uh, to make people aware of. And I'm here's what's not news is when in the crawl they ESPN shows people's statements about Tiger Woods being in a car accident. All right, and that is not necessarily news to me to hear what uh a golfer had to say or really anybody had to say about Tiger Woods being in a car accident that I, without if you told me hey ESPN was posting or informing people of what other people had to say about Tiger Woods being in a car accident Josh will you guess what they said my guess would be Hey, we're pulling for you. Um, it's sad to hear this. We wish Tiger the best right now. Speedy recovery. We're rooting for you, Tiger. Again, n- like um, these are things that are definitely <laughs> not just for Tiger, but if anybody had a car accident, for me, my reaction would be, I'm sorry to hear that. I hope uh, I'm glad that they are alive and I'm and I hope that they have a speedy recovery and that every procedure they have in the hospital goes well. Like these are standard things. So when you that's the news is him having an accident. 
people reacting, the only news of people reacting to him being in a car accident, and I still don't want to see it on the on the crawl, but if somebody says, well, sucks for him, or that guy doesn't know how to drive, or like something terrible, that would be newsworthy, I guess. I still don't want to see it on the crawl. Uh, but that is not something I would expect. People's reactions to a car crash is not news. I'm not telling you how to do your job, ESPN. But don't do that. Final thoughts coming up. Unreasonable Doubt is on the social media. On Instagram, at UnreasonableDoubtWV. On Twitter, at I'm Josh Witt. On Facebook, go to that search bar thing and type in Unreasonable Doubt. Do it! Interact with the show. game not against Baylor West Virginia comes back to Morgantown plays Saturday 4pm ESPN2 against a lively Kansas State team yeah that that Kansas State team the one that my wife watched I was like oh I feel sorry for them that team the team that lost to a division 2 team on a two-game winning streak. They beat TCU at TCU and then came home and beat Oklahoma. Yeah, that Oklahoma that swept West Virginia beat them at home. And so, here's the thing. Kansas State, they broke out those lavender uniforms. (laughs) With the, with the black shorts, the black tight shorts, and the lavender tops. <laughs> it's a ridiculous look. and uh, But there they are, beating Oklahoma. Something that West Virginia couldn't do. So Kansas State comes to Morgantown. And let me also prepare you. you if you've listened to this podcast know my stance on Bruce Weber sports dislike Bruce Weber and I'm (laughs) it's fine wear whatever color you want to wear as (laughs) as a team it's it's a definite choice the lavender jersey but Bruce Weber's hair made me turn the corner a little bit It, it softened my sports hate for Bruce Weber his hair is silver and majestic. There's a lot of volume going on with Bruce Weber's hair right now, or at least in the Oklahoma game tonight. Oh. If I didn't know anything about Bruce Weber and I just saw his hair, I would want to root for him. 
but then I do I, I do know about Bruce Weber and I can't go that far but lavender jerseys and majestic coach hair is coming to Morgantown and so now this is the trap game because Baylor's next so you move the trap game off of tonight this was the possible letdown game and now Kansas State becomes the trap game we'll see what happens I'm sure it'll be fine I feel good about this game that's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt listen on all the platforms or just pick one Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts CastBox subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen hit the subscribe button that helps me I don't know if it helps you but do it, it helps me also I have a new website the links to the website are in my social media bios it's very rudimentary Maybe I'll learn how to improve it, but uh, I think it's unreasonabledoubtwv.wordpress.com. Check out my rudimentary website. It may get better, or it may just stay like this. We'll see what happens. Until next time, I'm Josh Witt. This is Unreasonable Doubt WVU for the 2020-2021 season. 16 wins, 6 losses.